0: You're listening to an Influicity Podcast.
1: You're tuned in to the Manjeet Minhas Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Manjeet Minhas Podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently this week. Instead of bringing on a guest to talk about their journey in business, I wanted to play some clips from some of my past guests. It's a question that I may have mentioned I don't necessarily like answering myself, but I love asking people. And it's a question that many people love to hear the answer to. That question is, what advice do you wish you knew when you were starting out? Or what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Let's take a listen to how Vincenzo Guzzo, Jim Pattison, and Paul Fee answer that question. So I don't like this question when people ask me, but I'm gonna ask you it, Vince, because I think that you you'll probably have an interesting answer. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self?
2: Be careful what I wish for. You know, at 20 years old, I was probably willing to sacrifice a lot more to get to where I wanted to get. And at 50 years old, I said, did I really have to give that up to get to where I am, right? So, and in, not in a regretful way. I mean, it wasn't about, oh, I have regrets. It's like, did I have to go through this To get to where I got, right? So every time I give these speeches, you know, everybody asks us all the time. They probably ask you all the time, what's the secret to success, right? As if it's a formula, right? I go like, guys, let's be honest. If it was a formula, engineers would all be successful, okay? You're an engineer, but every one of them would be, right? So I sit there and I say to people, there's two things you have to remember. A, what are you willing to give up? How much time are you willing to sacrifice? For example, during this pandemic, I lost a lot of money with the theaters being shot. But you know what? I tell myself, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't just inherit the money. I learned how to make it. So you know what? When things pan out, we're, we're going to make it again. But what I can't get back are the, you know, 12 months of COVID. I can't get back the time that's passed. I, you know, so if, if, for example, I tell myself, I look at my kids at 20, you know, my oldest son is 22 and I see some of the experiences he's had, it's, you know, I never did that. I make choices, choices that I don't regret, but choices that I know have consumed my time differently. And then I say this to my wife sometimes, and I say to her, there's a time and place for everything. That time's gone. I, I, there's things I just can't do. See, like Lane goes on these crazy trips to, to, to Antarctica, whatever. He goes to see the penguins. And I say, I want to be him sometimes just to have that freedom to think it's okay to just do what you want, right? But but no, I feel guilty. And I say, no, 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 no. That wasn't the deal I made with myself. My The deal was that I was going to, you know, always be at the helm of the ship, make sure the ship was always being taken care of. You know, if I would have been the captain of the Titanic, I would tell you everybody would have been saved, but I was going down with that boat because it's it's my boat, right? And then the other thing is, and, and like I said, most of the time when I say that, I think 90% of the room doesn't think about time. They think about, you know, money. They think about, you know, they, they just don't associate it to something that you will sacrifice and never be able to get back, right? Because, for example, I mean, in a lot of successful people, it's not your case, but a lot of successful people go through marital issues, right? So they get divorced or whatever. But you can fix that. You can get remarried. You can take a second kick at the bucket, right? It's not a problem. But can you get back those seven years, those 10 years that you've lost with, with the previous, you know, that's what, and I don't think most people understand that. And then the second thing I usually tell people is, be careful what you wish for. Because I don't think everybody has analyzed exactly what they're asking for right everybody thinks i want to be successful i want to be rich okay you know that comes with a lot of mistrust of people that comes with why is everybody after me why does everybody assume that i could give them ten thousand dollars yeah like ten thousand dollars for me is worth ten thousand dollars i can invest it differently i can give it differently But the fact of the matter is, I made my ten thousand dollars. So, why people get offended sometimes in my extended family and say, "Well, I don't get it." He knows I I'm in a in a jam, and he's making it hard for me to ask him for the money. Yeah, because I want you to suffer the consequence of the mistakes you've made. I'm going to lend you the money. I'm not going. I'm going to make sure you don't lose your house. But I still want you to be clearly uh, responsible of your actions. Right. And a lot of people ask for things like I never thought. Right? Look, I, I tell you, when I was young, five, six, seven, eight years old, my wish every Christmas was, "Can you give me a brother?" Come on, man! I don't need the toys. I want a brother. I want somebody I can be with. And you got to remember, my parents lost four kids, so you know, full birth, you know, full nine months. You know, the children were born and and, and the complications and so forth. So for me, it was, I want a brother. I never thought being successful. I never thought wanting to be like Harvey Specter, you know, before he even existed. I never thought being, call it a celebrity, would actually mean being just as lonely, if not maybe even lonelier than I was before, right? Because now I'm even more busy. I'm even more, you know, for example, 16 days in Toronto, we weren't allowed to socialize. We became all better friends, but. You know, I'm sure that my relatives in Toronto were all saying, What the hell? He's in Toronto, doesn't even call, doesn't even come and see us. You know, I guess he thinks he's you know, so and so all of a sudden you realize that, you know, like who do you go to when you have a a bad moment in your life? Right? Who do you who's your as the Italians like who's your conciliary? Who's the guy you go to and say, look? You know, and you realize that less and less people you can confide in why because less and less people have lived what you and I live on a semi-regular basis, but it also means coming down from higher up, talking to somebody and having to admit that you are vulnerable or that you are human. Right. And so, so, you know, so, so, so those are the two sacrifices that as entrepreneurs, I don't think anybody, everybody thinks entrepreneurs is, is being, what, you know, it's, it's the uh, beyond, uh, beyond fashion front page. Right. I want to be worth a hundred million dollars. I want to have my name on everything. But I do like that advice. Be
0: careful what you wish for. Um, so if you could go back um, and give yourself some advice, uh, the younger Jimmy, what would you say to him?
1: I would say no matter what, be honest. And secondly is I don't think there's any shortcut for hard work if you really want to succeed. The people that I know that have been very successful have all been hard work. The harder you work, the luckier you get. It, de- it depends. I, it, when I was an actor, the one thing I wish I knew was how how little what the minutiae I did meant in getting a job. You know, because I would go to these auditions and, like, everything memorized. And then you'd be doing your lines and you'd, like, stumble over a word. And then you're on the way home. You're like, oh, my God, I blew it. I stumbled over that word. Oh, my God. Everything was great until that moment. And now, you know, when I hire people... I've hired people that can barely get through the script, (laughs) but you just go like, oh, there's something really interesting about that person. I like their personality or they got a great look or they just something kind of a funny energy about them. And so that's for acting of going like, just, you know what, just be yourself. But it it does translate to everything that I've had success with is you just got to be yourself. You have to find your own voice. And you spend so much time early on trying to copy other voices or trying to take the landscape of like, oh, this works and that works. So I need to be this and that. And I need to do that. And I need to combine those things. And it's really the moments when you just go like, you know what? This is me. and Or this is a unique take I have on something. And that's what resonates. It's you're bringing something to the world the world doesn't have. The world doesn't need more of what it already has in general. You know, there's, use, there's always somebody... Who started doing that, who's much better at it than you are, because that's their voice, that's their skill set. And so even though you're gonna try to do that, if you bring your original voice into that, you know, there's only so many, what I think that they say there's only like really seven stories in the whole world that we just do variations on them, you know. And it is true, but it's it's execution, it's how you tell it, it's how you what you bring to it, and the surprise you bring to it. So that, you know, there's plenty of things we've seen in entertainment where you're like, all right, so predictable. I know what's going to happen because that's sometimes just people, you know, regenerating things they've seen before versus you could take that story and suddenly go like, oh, wait, instead of the hero doing this. What would I do? And you go, I'd actually do this. And then if you do something that's just true to you that nobody else would do, that's when the audience goes like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I didn't expect that to happen. You know, so... I guess the, it's a very long answer to say, I think find your own voice and nurture your own voice and have the confidence to use your own voice.
0: I know I said I don't like to answer this question, but I may as well tell you some of my pieces of advice that I would give my younger self. It's not just one, there definitely are a couple. Um, first, it would be that everything happens for a reason that without mistakes and failure, you'll never learn. Without breakups, uh, you'll never meet someone new. And that's both in your personal and professional life. Uh, without pain, you will definitely never grow. And so I think it's really important to understand that everything will come into your life and it will serve a purpose. So it's important not to dwell on the disappointments or unfortunate things that come your way, but it's important to see them as opportunities in disguise. And with this, you will get sharper, um, not only in brain um, and in mind and in spirit, but it will be easier to get through the stresses of life and understanding that life isn't fair, but everything happens for a reason. I also think it's important to tell my younger self that it's important to focus on one thing at a time. That you can have it all in life, but just not all at once. Um, And if you don't keep your focus on what's right at that particular time, you won't achieve anything. So focus is really important. Also, I really do believe that it's important uh, that we trust our instincts. That doubt will occur several times throughout your life. But it's important that we listen to our instincts and that our first instincts are usually the correct ones. And the sooner that you realize this, you'll gain more uh, from feeling your way rather than thinking your way through everything. And the better life that you will uh, not only lead, but more you will achieve and the more you will stick with those decisions that you make. Also important at that same time, not to worry too much about a decision that you have to make. It's important that you you know, weigh the pros and the cons and follow logic and, like I said, your instincts. But it's important to do what feels right. To not dwell on making those decisions for too long. In the bigger picture, not a lot of them will really matter in five years. I would tell myself to take a leap of faith in myself Often. Taking a leap really does mean that you've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. If you fail, you will become smarter. And if you succeed, you'll gain even more self-confidence and the emotional and financial rewards. So it's really important, I feel, to take a leaf of faith in yourself, in your talents, in your skills, and to invest in yourself early and often. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little different than what we normally do, but we'll be back in the new year with some more amazing guests. Thanks again. We'll see you next time for an all new episode of the Manjeet Minhas podcast.